Welcome to the Scale Up Your Business podcast. In this podcast, we talk about what it takes to go from startup to scale up and beyond. How to significantly grow your business, create freedom, build wealth, and live life on your terms. Featuring some very special guests and experts to give you advice and direction on your journey. And now, introducing your host, entrepreneur, investor, and scale-up specialist, Nick Bradley. Hi, everyone. Nick Bradley here. Welcome to Scale Up Your Business. Another week, another interview. I am excited about this one. Now, I know I say that every time, some, you know, but it, the reality of it is, right, I get some amazing people on the show, and I'm always grateful to be able to have these incredible conversations. So the gift of this is very much about being able to bring these to you, but at the same time, I just get so much out of it personally. Now, for some time, I've been wanting to bring someone on the show who has managed to create a business out of their passion. So I've been talking about and thinking, how do people do that? So lots of people have this idea that they want to be able to go and create something amazing, um, but the fear gets in the way. You know, stuff happens and for whatever reason, they they go off and they they do a job or they do something, but it may not be something that truly energizes them or truly excites them. And again, no judgment, right? You know, a lot of people do this and that becomes their career, becomes their life. But there are a few people who, for whatever reason, they break that pattern and they go after their passion and they turn that passion into a career. And sometimes they even turn that into an empire. So... I'm absolutely delighted to have on the show today, DJ Irie. Now, who's DJ Irie? Now, some of you are going, wow, DJ Irie, you're kidding. And a few of you are going, I have no idea who this is. He is one of the most prolific DJs in the world today. He is an entertainment luminary. He's a philanthropist. He's based out of Miami Beach, Florida. He's got global reach across all of his music, he's got various sort of businesses off the back of his personal brand, he has these kind of weekend events, he's got a foundation, he's the official DJ of the of the NBA's Miami Heat and the first official DJ of a professional sports franchise anywhere and he's recently co-founded an online retail brand which is called WFH Life which is work from home uh, which is obviously, you know, hugely, <laughs> hugely relevant now that we live in this this kind of COVID world where, you know, staying at home has been the norm for some time. So, so this guy is literally a legend, a superstar in the world of music. And what we get into today and what I love about this conversation is just so grounded, you know, Irie is. But more than that, he is an exceptional, exceptional business guy. His business brain is really dialed in and the level of intentionality that he has around all the things that he's done is just so cool. So we get into all that today. We talk about the the time that he made that decision from, you know, really following his passion. He had, you know, people around him saying that that couldn't happen. But then look at what he's created by doing that. And there's some elements there. There's one really important part I want to draw on where he has an opportunity. It's actually the, the opportunity with the Miami Heat. And he actually says no. He, he, you know, this amazing opportunity, he kind of walks away initially and then they bring him back and he, and he signs. And obviously, you know, after that, that really has propelled him and been one of the big things. But the confidence to be able to say no to that opportunity because it didn't quite fit his values at the time or what he thought was going on or where his direction and his vision was heading. So just want to draw you to that particular piece. 
So there we have it. Enjoy this episode. You know, if you're all there and you've got something you're passionate about, you want to know how do you create a business, this is the Scale Up Your Business episode for you. So welcome to the show, DJ Irie. Okay. Hi, everybody. Welcome to Scale Up Your Business for another week. And today we've got a special one. I'm super excited. I've even brought out the the pink light, and I'll explain the context of that in a minute. But I'm delighted to have on the show today, (laughs) DJ Irie. Now, he is an entertainment luminary, a philanthropist. Here he is. He's based out of Miami Beach, Florida. He's got a global music empire. He does a whole heap of stuff in the world of entrepreneurship. He's also the official DJ of the NBA's Miami Heat. Irie, welcome to Scale Up Your Business. Hey, man, I'm happy to be here. What's going on, man? I'm ready to scale up, man. I'm ready to You're scale, ready to scale up. up. Yes, sir. <laughs> yeah, I'll show you how cheesy I am, right? This is how cheesy I am. I even have, I've even got my <laughs> Miami Heat top. Look. Yo. Hey. All right. All right. All right. That's, that that's how bad it is. No, no. Um, I got to send you one of these, though, man. Listen, when we're done... I'm gonna I'm gonna sing you one of these bad boys right here. Oh, this man. is what you need in your life. You know what I mean? I need one of those. I'm a size medium. A, medium? <laughs> All right, done deal. Done deal. I might, I might just scale you up to a large. You know what I'm saying? Oh, up, I need to know? do that. I know. Yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah, so everyone, this is a live stream. So everyone's going, what the hell is going on right now? So let me just put a little bit of flavor <laughs> and context. Um, Irie and I got hooked up by uh, a good friend of ours, um, Sergio. And uh, who's been, who actually, I think he's coming on the podcast. I've just done an episode. And yeah. um, I've been, everyone knows that I'm a massive um, basketball fan and I've been to see the Heat play a number of times. And when he said that he knew you, Irie, I thought, wow, that's interesting. And then I, I did a little bit more dig, um, deep in, digging, sorry, into kind of yeah. what you do and what you're about. And I thought, we've got to get you on Scale Up Your Business. Sure, sure. Well, listen, man, here we are, right? Here we here are. We are man. <laughs> All righty. So the theme today right, which I've, I've wanted to cover for a while, is going to be how do you create an empire? How do you create success, certainly business success, by following your passion, right? Because, you know, know in, in the world that. you're in. So let's yeah. let's get into that because I want to hear your story, Ari. So, you know, from, from yeah. where you started to kind of where you are today. Let's go through it. Sure, sure, sure. So, you know, I was I was just a crazy, energetic kid that loved some music, right? <laughs> And to the point, you know, when I was in in, in high school, um, I actually went to boarding school in Jamaica, right? And my parents would send me, you know, money for lunch, um, and you know, just my little, my allowance. And instead of you know buying food and things they needed to live, I would buy records. I'd buy forty fives, <laughs> right? And then wow, when I go yeah, to lunch. Yeah, when I'd go to lunch, I look at my friends and be like, "You gonna eat that piece of cornbread?" Because uh, you know, <laughs> so people thought that like you know, no one loved me, but I was just spending all my money on records, right? And so I get back to, to Miami and I have this you know pretty significant record collection. Of this all reggae at the time, right? And then you know, just the influences of being in Miami and you know, new friends that I made you know back back, back home, um, you know, started you know building out my dance music collection and my hip hop collection, you know, and rock collection. And, you know, before you know it, man, I was, I had about, you know, 5,000 records, you know, but here's the crazy part about it, right? You know, the, um, the, the, the thing that happened to me that 
actually got me into performing was I had a crush on this girl. There's always a girl, by the way, Nick. There's always, there's a, girl. always a girl. There's always something else. Uh, I was waiting there's, for it. it. There's always a girl. Here it is, right? We're at that part. So I, I, had, I, had, a, I had a huge crush on this girl, and um, my, my neighbor knew I had a crush on her, and, and they were good friends. So one day, I get home from school, you know, you know me, I said, you know, I'm a free spirit. So, you know, I strip it down to the underwear and socks and I'm just kind of kicking it. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I get it. I, I get it. We don't need to go any further than that. It's all good. <laughs> so, <laughs> dog, I, go, I look at my, I look, I look at my, 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 my peak hole and I see it's my neighbor and the girl that I have this huge crush on, right? So she comes in, open the door, you know, hey, you know, what, what are you guys doing here? And like, oh, you know, we're just, you know, in the neighborhood hanging out. So we decided to come by and see what's up to you. My neighbor was like, yo, my mom needs me to do something. I got to go. I'm like, whoa, don't leave me alone with her. Dude. Like, no. Anyway, she makes me show her around the house. I didn't want to show her my room because I have records everywhere, strewn all over my room. And she basically demanded to see my room. And I opened my door and she sees all the records, okay? And she looks around. Her face lights up and she goes, oh my gosh, look at all these records. I didn't know you were a DJ. I love DJs. And I'm like, obviously I'm a DJ. Why would I have all these records, right? <laughs> <laughs> I never DJed a day in my life, okay? I just like that. We, we, call, this, um, we call this uh, self-actualization, mate. It's basically where you kind of, you kind of jump into the go. future. <laughs> You, this is a big time, okay? <laughs> Feet and head first, <laughs> you can imagine, right? So, um, before she leaves, this is this, this going into the holiday break, right? So before she leaves, she asks me, hey, what are you doing for New Year's? And I'm like, what are you doing for New Year's? I'm trying to get that kiss at midnight, right? So <laughs> she's like, oh, you're free. She goes, great. I'm going to tell my dad to hire you for New Year's. I'm like, hire me to do what? <laughs> She's oh, no. Like, like, oh, no. I can see where this is going. Because, because that's what I do. Okay, great, right? Her dad calls me. I end up borrowing equipment from friends and putting together this Frankenstein of a DJ set. And I show up at her, at her place, and I play some songs that I thought people would like, right? <laughs> and the funny thing about it, is it you know was a testament to my deep vocabulary of music and when it comes to to talent I just had this innate natural ability to kind of look at this crowd of people and be like okay they'll probably like this right and then I was like well if you like this then you're gonna like that too right <laughs> and I wow so literally this is amazing. Yeah. I just want to jump in on this bit. So, so you you literally have not DJed before. Obviously, your passion's been music, so hence the reason you've got all the all the records, so to speak. And what right. you, you right. I, I'm jumping ahead a little bit because I'm just curious. But yeah. you you kind of worked out that you were pretty talented, probably yes. because I would imagine that you're so passionate about it. I mean, exactly. you, you're pretty obsessed with it. Yeah. Yeah, and, and 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 don't I don't want anybody to to think that I kind of woke up with you know the skills. Remember there. The talent in terms of being able to entertain your your your, your audience, right, and, and and connect with them in terms of their musical taste. Then there's skills in terms of mixing, scratching, all, all that kind of stuff. The skills were zero. 
I want to be clear. <laughs> okay. <laughs> if, do you remember? Listen over here. Over here, we have, we have like uh, a show. We used to call Casey Kasem's Top Forty, right? Yeah, I remember that. I, I, you know, I'm, I may look young, but I'm a bit old, right? Okay. <laughs> so, 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 imagine Casey Kasem's Top Forty, but live in a party form. Meaning, I would play a song. The song would finish. I would get on the mic and be like. Hey guys, that was a good one. Would you like another? Okay, here it goes. <laughs> what um? Let's let's just get a bit of a timeline on this, um, Ari. So when when was this first gig? <laughs> this first gig, listen, it was nineteen ninety four. Wow. Wow. 94. Okay. So you so it was kind of not the, like like the whole electronic dance DJ stuff that we hear. Everything's not like you know, even. Stuff. Dude, not even close. I mean, I was just fortunate in that everybody was drunk at that party, so they didn't mind the skills part so much, right? You know, New Year's is a good time to kind of come out because you know what? You're gonna have a good time. It's hard to have people not have a good time on New Year's, right? So I, I lucked out there, but unbelievably, you know, it led to another opportunity, which led to another, and then that's when I kind of said, wow, you know, this could be a thing. Let me, you know, you know, step back a bit. And, and, and work on these skills because I love this. You know, I love this something that I've always wanted to do. I never thought I could actually do it until here I am doing it, right? And, you know, the kind of aha moment was, wasn't until I went to college, went to Florida International University here in Miami, right? And quickly I was kind of like the go-to, you know, DJ, you know, around campus. So all the sororities were hiring me to do their parties, all the fraternities, you know, all the official university events, you know, and I'm like, man, like, you know, this is, this is crazy. Um, you know, I was studying medicine, <laughs> you know, right, you know okay. I, I was going to be, listen, I have Caribbean parents, you know, for all those out there that don't have Caribbean parents, you know, they're very supportive. And my Caribbean parents basically told me, son, we believe in you. We believe in your talent. We're here to support you. We want you to know that you can follow any passion you have. You can be anything you want, as long as you're a doctor or a lawyer. <laughs> right? But I had the same conversation, but there was nothing to do with being from the Caribbean. That was I was from a place called Adelaide, South Australia, and I had the same the same chat. <laughs> it was like, Did you, know, you really? Oh, well, you know what? I had no idea that that conversation happens outside the Caribbean, the local bubble there. It might be generational. I'm, um, I'm 46, um, Ari. How old are you? There you go, dude. I'm, I'm, I'm right behind you, man. I just turned 45. Well, see, it's generational. It's, it's what, it's what it's our parents told us at that point. I'm sure. <laughs> it's generational. It's generational, man. So, you know, you know, making that commitment, that leap to say, hey, you know, I've just been doing this as a hobby, and. You know, I'm, I'm paying my tuition and I have a car and I'm kind of buying the things that I want to buy as as a kid still. Right. I was like, wow, what if I really took this serious? Right. And, you know, understood, start, started to invest in building a brand. Right. And, and, and really building out a full, you know, client base, et cetera, et cetera. And I was kind of wrestling with that a bit. And then I, 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 I then I took the next dive. Right. You know, after leaving, you know. Uh, college and say, hey, this is what I'm going to really do. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to build my business. And how was, I mean, the the, the, the first question um, before we get into the business side is what happened to the girl? Well, <laughs> <laughs> well <laughs> I'll leave you hanging here. I know, I know. Well, okay, first of all, I did get this, 
But that's all I got. All right? Let me make that clear. You know, I got, I got no She got you into this yeah, world. Funny. <laughs> well, you know, the funny thing about it is, you know, that was my senior year. And, um, you know, graduated shortly after that. She went off to school in another state. And we lost touch. And, uh, yeah, I, I don't think I've, I've uh, actually... I got in contact with her once, probably a few years later, but I haven't spoken to her in years. But I'm, I'm, I'm hope she's great. Sarah, if you're out there, what's up, girl? Yeah, awesome. <laughs> Sarah, like, there's always the spark of inspiration that comes from somewhere, or the spark of a challenge. Um, let's, yeah. <laughs> let's, let's jump into the business side, because because what's interesting, right, is so obviously you know you, you know your parents are an influence on you. You want to do well by them and all that sort of stuff. But you've got this this burning desire to do something with music, and you're now starting to discover this talent in yourself just take us through that decision-making process because that couldn't have been easy. I mean, obviously you're thinking, God, you know, perhaps like, what am I going to do? And do you remember when you made the decision and what, what was happening around that time? I do remember when I made the decision because it was probably about a, a, a good, you know, month or so uh, before graduation. And, you know, I needed to start you know, figuring out if I was going to, you know, go to medical school, you know, um, you know, figure out my next, you know, move in terms of, you know, am I going to you know, follow higher education or, you know, am I going to try to, you know, go out into the private sector? Like, you know, what am I going to do? And then it was just like, wait a second, when I wake up in the morning, I'm thinking about music, right? You know, when I get home from my classes, I'm thinking about music. You know, I jump on, you know, my turntables, you know, first thing when I walk in the house, right? And before I go to bed at night, I'm thinking about music. Like, what am I doing even considering anything else? You know, I have to pursue this. And if I fail, I fail. But I know I would have tried to do something that I'm extremely passionate about. If I'm really extremely passionate about it, then how am I going to fail? You know? Um, and that was really my thought process. And I, I literally just marched right into my parents' room. And I was like, hey. <laughs> I'm gonna be a DJ full time. Did you have yeah, Did like, you have any success before this point? I mean, obviously, you said you were kind of getting some paid gigs and whatever else, um, but that was really yeah. just kind of. But were you starting well, to become known at this point before you had that conversation? Yes, I mean, I was definitely known in that whole college kind of scene because not only was I doing, um, you know, all the stuff at FIU, I was doing you know, Gator Growl, which is like this big event that happens um, for homecoming at the University of Florida. I was traveling to the North Florida. I was going to Orlando doing different college events, right? So, you know, this whole college you know, circuit, I was definitely making some noise. Um, you know, I wasn't making enough to say, hey, I'm Mr. Independent now, and I'm going to go buy my place and all that. But, you know, I was definitely handling all the things that usually someone, you know, my age, um, going to have to get some assistance from their, from their parents, you know, um, I wasn't asking them for anything, <laughs> you know, no, I, mean, no, I, was I, I get that, it, you know, but so, it's, a, so, yeah, yeah, no, it's fascinating. It's a, fa it's a fascinating piece. Cause I mean, one of the things I wanted to touch on is, you know, a lot of people, they give up on their dream for various reasons. You know, sometimes it's influence from parents or other people around them. Other times they, they just think it's too hard. You know, how can right. I be a professional athlete? How can I be a, a world renowned you know, DJ, how can I do anything that's right. just me? So I'm just trying to get the right. mindset piece is, is sure, did you just sure. have absolute belief that you were going to be successful because you had this passion? I just want to understand how you thought about this. Yeah, and, and, and you're absolutely right because you know what, I, in, in, in the RA Foundation, I talk to kids all the time and say, like, you know, when kids, you know, 
sit down and talk to me. They're just like, they see the the name and lights and they see the, the, the flashy car and the, you know, and, and the medium on the mist. They just like think that's just, it's just, it just happened. You know what I mean? And, and and they want it to happen for them too, but they're not understanding that bridge, right? And the work and the perseverance and all the different things that went into getting there, right? You know, it's just like, just kind of straight past that. You know, so so for me, you know, um, probably one of the biggest things was that I didn't care about the money, right? As in like, I wasn't in this because I'm like, wow, one day I'm gonna make millions, you know? I wasn't in it because I thought, wow, one day my name would be in lights and on the marquee. I didn't think about any of that stuff, right? What I really thought about was, wow, I had this amazing opportunity to play for these people, right? I want to make sure to do the best job I can possibly do. Let me do some research and find out what they like, you know, find out the kind of places they like to go. And I go and see, okay, what kind of music do they play? And I mean, I was so granular in my approach, you know, on, on wanting to really just make sure folks had a really good time because the worst thing that could ever happen to me was for me to show up and do my thing. People were like, oh, he was okay, right? Or didn't have a good time. That was death to me, <laughs> right? That was <laughs> like, no way. That's the worst thing that could ever happen. So I think because I stayed so laser focused on trying to deliver the best me I possibly could, um, my reputation, you know, uh, preceded me, you know, and, you know, the calls I started to get and the people I started to meet, I started putting the pieces together and I said, you know, every single one of these events that I perform, it's not about just going there and playing some music and leaving. It's about, hey, here is a launch platform, meaning that every single person there could possibly be a new client, right? So, you know, I made it a point that, okay, if I walk into this room and I'm gonna perform, I'm gonna shake X number of hands, right? I'm gonna, you know, make X number of, of introductions, right? X number of, of, of connections. And I would be damned if I did not leave that event after performing my heart out, you know, with, you know, three, four, however number of, of new possible clients, right? And that's how I continue to build my base and build my business as a, a fledgling uh, uh, DJ. Okay, there's a couple of things there I want to jump into because they're, they're excellent points. I want to underline them a little bit because for the listeners to the podcast and people watching this live stream, the, the, the first part there, which you said in terms of, you know, just being so granular, the word you used, and I use that word yeah. quite a bit as well because because the detail matters. And sometimes it's people absolutely over them. matters. Yeah, and, and that absolutely. level of precision on in, you know, first and foremost, you're passionate about your craft, right? But right. then you're putting in, you're doing the work so that you're getting better and better. So even if you did have some skill in the beginning, I bet by well, by now, obviously, I bet it's it's pretty damn world class. Oh <laughs> I'd say so. You're a humble, you're a humble guy. <laughs> you're a humble I mean, guy. I mean, uh, I guess I can say so. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, you know, we don't, we don't we don't apologize for being awesome on this show. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> so that's, that's, that's the first piece, which is interesting, and then the second piece is interesting about the sort of the more strategic nature of you thinking about this as a business. Yes. So, yes. so just let's go into that in a bit more detail. So you were you were literally when yeah. you perform, obviously you want to do your best, but you're Absolutely. also thinking about this is growing my brand now. 
Absolutely, absolutely. I'm like, you know what? This, I mean, what the business do you really have the opportunity every single night to grow your business, <laughs> right? Because um, you never know who's in that audience. But she's thinking about it. A lot of people may approach it. Other dudes may approach me like, oh, you never know who's in the audience, right? I approach it and be like, I better know who's in that audience, <laughs> right? I need to know, <laughs> you know, who's in that audience, right? Um, and depending on, on, on who's there, I need to know there's certain people I need I need to meet, right? And, and 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 my thing is this, you know, I'm in a very competitive business, very competitive, you know. Um, you know, you can say these are our our dime a dozen. You know, how do you elevate your brand up above the rest, right? And one of my things, you know, was you know I started looking at you know the data, meaning that okay, well, you know. The people that are booking me most, who are they, right? Um, why are they booking me, et cetera, et cetera, right? You know, a lot of people just, 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 you know, depending on what they do, you know, especially this can be applied to, 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 to what I do in terms of DJing. It's just like they, they, they take this approach of, okay, well, you know, I'm not Facebook or GE, or whatever. I don't need to look at data and try to figure out angles and strategies. It's just I go play, you know, play some good tunes, have a couple of drinks, talk to some girls and, you know, do it again next week. Right. And uh, I just refuse to, 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 to take that approach. You know, you know, my thing was, you know, when I started looking at this, at, at the data and understanding, you know, where my business is coming from, um, you know, I realized that, it's, you know, event planners, you know, event planners, you know, uh, public relations firms, you know, et cetera, et cetera. You know, a big chunk of my business was, was was coming from this particular you know sector, and I got to figure out that not only um, was I their go-to guy because you know I come and deliver a great show, right? Meaning, what I literally do on those turntables for that two two and a half hours, right? It was the process. It was the process. And here's what I mean by that. The process in terms of picking up that phone or sending that email all the way through, you know, the booking process to the end of the show, the process. And here's the thing about the process. I made sure I got outside just my performance and about this process. And it was important to me that not only do I deliver the best show, but I deliver the best experience. And it came down to one thing for my clients when they pick up that phone and they get that commitment from me and we we make a deal guess what they don't have to worry about it anymore they're off to worrying about the stuff they really need to worry about the menu the this the that it's done he's not going to be late he's not going to you know embarrass me <laughs> you know he's going to be well dressed you know he's going to you know perform his butt off, right? All those things were so ingrained, they were like, yep, I use that guy because I call and it's done. I mean, this this stuff's all excellent, by the way. You know, because 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 quite clearly, people are probably thinking. So, you know, world world class DJ. We're talking about scale up your business. You're just doing a master class in business. When did you realize that you were good at business? Uh, you know what? I kind of re realized that I didn't realize I was good at business. I realized that I was really interested in business because even though I my passion was music, you know, I'm I'm, I'm going to date you now. Going back, 
you know, when, when a lot of my friends were, were, were reading the Source magazine and, and Word Up, and, you know, I was, I was reading Forbes. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> okay. Okay. There you I go. Reading, right? <laughs> I was reading Forbes. I was reading Entrepreneur. I was reading Fortune. And I was just, you know, you know, reading about these, you know, incredible business, you know, luminaries and, 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 and incredible CEOs and founders and, and their stories. Um, and, and I found that just as fascinating, you know, as I was passionate about, you know, my music and, and, and producers and artists. So, you know, I was like, well, there's no difference in what I do than um, GE's business or American Airlines business in that, you know, I have to invest, right? I have to invest in, 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 my, in, my, in my service and what, what I'm delivering, right? I have to I have to market, right? I have to try to you know create a, a narrative and shape you know my, my PR moves, um, you know all these different things. You know I would I would literally think about and I would set a, a, a roadmap. You know, and it's kind of tough when you say, hey, you know what, this is what I want to be, because give you an example, when I first started, um, I had I got an amazing opportunity to perform a mix show on the urban radio station here in, in Miami, the number one urban station, right? It was awesome. And a lot of the parties I was doing were, were, were hip-hop parties. But check this out. When 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 a music conference started to blow up in Miami, right? It was a, to me, it was a rude awakening. For almost every other DJ that was on the same path as me, they were like, oh, man, shoot, I got a, you know, a week off, right? But what went through my mind was the clubs that I would usually perform, they were like, hey, we have this winter music conference party. You know, we don't need you. You know, we'll call you for the next week. And I was like, wait a second. How come I'm not getting some of this business? <laughs> right? I was like, I understand that music. I, 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 I could do this. But what, what I realized was the brand that I was building was in this particular box. Right. And I said to myself, I was like, I'm an entertainer. You know, you put me in front of a crowd of people, I'll figure it out. You know, whether it's, it's, it's Latin, whether it's, it's rock and roll country, my vocabulary is deep. <laughs> right. I can figure it out. So I shouldn't be, you know, on, on the sideline when it comes to any particular genre of music, considering, considering who your talent is going to be. And I was like, I gotta change this. And I set out a plan to do that. And and it's funny because a lot of other people would have said, Oh no, like you're you're known as this kind of you know DJ. That's that's it. That's what you are. And I was like, no, no one's gonna find me, you know. And I don't care if it takes a year, a month, a year, or ten years, right? Um, I'm not gonna let anyone define me or put me in a box because I know I'm more than that. And I started it, it was painful because there was things that I had to say no to because it didn't really fit what I was trying to build, you know? Are you, are you so um, things, to understand you know? that now as well? Because, because what I'm sensing and, and, you know, definitely from your profile as well, that you're not defined, as I said, by at all by the music. It's defined by how Correct. you show up, right? And Correct. your values. Correct. So Correct. if you were going to articulate Correct. that for us, you know, if, if I said to you, you know, DJ Irie as a brand, right? I don't want to dumb it down because there's more depth to that question than what I'm saying. But but how do you define it? It's got to be about your values and standards, I would imagine. Absolutely. I mean, if, if, it, was, if it was one word, 
would, I would say excellence. And when I say excellence, it's it's excellence in whatever we are charged to do. Okay, um, you know, whether it be music, whether it be you know anything else outside the, the business realm. When it comes to responsibility and delivering, DJI is going to do every and anything to deliver, <laughs> right? I mean, you know, the, the USPS, they're cool. You know, FedEx, they're 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 pretty damn good. UPS, they're pretty damn good. But I need deliveries now, <laughs> okay? <laughs> like, I, check that tracking number, okay? It ain't going to I need deliveries, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So that's really what I wanted my brand to, to, to be about, you know, that if, 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 if you have Ari on the case, he's going to figure it out. He's going to get it done. That's guaranteed. You don't have to worry about it. No, I got it. That's lovely. That's nicely, nicely put as well. Let, let's, let's move in now into what you've created. So, you know, again, I'll use some words that I've kind of coined down here, but you've got pretty much an empire around entertainment. Plus you've got areas of philanthropy. You've got sure. all sorts of other things going on, a portfolio of different interests. So just take sure. us through your empire. Yeah, sure. No problem. So um, I'll try to <laughs> sum it up. But you know, in, in my, my initial journey as, as DJ started coming across these different opportunities, the first opportunity was um, people were calling me and they were like, hey, you know, why don't you do this or that party? I'm like, man, I'm not, I'm not available. You know, I'm, I'm already booked. And they're like, well, do you know someone that could, you know, you know, similar to you, you know? And I was like, well, yeah, actually I, I do, you know, call this guy. And then, uh, you know, a month later, they call back and they say, hey, listen, if you're not available, can you get me this guy again? I was like, well, why are you calling me? And I was like, wait a second. <laughs> there like, you oh, go. I was, like, yeah. <laughs> I was like, wait, you know, I have, I have all these clients that are doing things, you know, at, at, at a clip where I can't do it all. And I know all these other DJs that that, that are really great as well. They don't really um, haven't really you know figured out how to get their name out as much, right, and market themselves. So I was like, well, I'll be the conduit, right? And then I, so I started in my agency called Artist Related, and started to you know sign the DJs and 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 have them uh, perform gigs. And of course, you know the company would make a commission, right? And then that expanded to celebrities because. <clears throat> You know, I'm, I'm not doing a, a show for MTV and I meet, I meet Jay-Z or, or I meet Drake, I meet this person, that person, we become cool. And then, you know, at these pubs I'm at, they're like, oh yeah, for New Year's, we'd love to get Drake, whatever. Like, well, I can help, <laughs> you know? And, and and then we started doing that as well, you know? So so that's how Arch Related came about. The other thing was, you know, Irie Weekend, right? So Irie Weekend came about because a lot of my celebrity friends, especially the athletes, they would do, you know, like a fundraiser um, event or, 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 or series of events throughout the year. And they would always call me to help them out. And, you know, when I started getting passionate about, you know, different, you know, social issues, um, I was like, wow, what if, you know, if I did something, could I pick a phone and call them? Would they be there for me? You know, and um, at the very first Ivy weekend, I started making those calls. And it was just so humbling because it was absolutely, of course, I got you, I'm there, you know? And, you know, the, the, between the brands that I was working with and, you know, different athletes, celebrities, they all kind of came together and um, the support was overwhelming. 
And it's just, you know, I'm in awe that I can sit here talking to you now and look back and, you know, 15 years strong, you know, of, of, of Ari Weekend. Um, uh, last time I believe we've raised uh, upwards of $30 million um, for, wow. for different charities, right? It's, it's, it's incredible. Like, it's incredible, you know? Um, so, you know, there, 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 there's, there's that. And then, which also leads to the Ari Foundation, because, you know, with Ari Foundation, um, working with these different athletes and going in and seeing the issues that they were supporting, um, I realized, wow, there's some areas that don't really get enough support. Um, and I wanted to do something about that, not just kind of pass the buck, you know? So, you know, with, with the Ari Foundation, it's really about, you know, giving, uh, being the bridge, you know, to giving kids um, that don't really have access to those opportunities, to those resources, um, that they need to really be successful and, and live well-rounded lives. Um, we try to, uh, you know, bridge that gap, right? So, yeah. you know, then outside of that, you know, I started to, to realize, wow, you know, there's, there's even more opportunity out there because with the people, I mean, I've, I've just, this path that I've been on has been so blessed because I've, I've met some of the most incredible people, you know, um, I meet, I meet, Friends that are starting, you know, you know, technology companies or you know, other companies, and then I have friends that you know are, are investors and looking for opportunities. So I started like, you know, bringing people together, even outside of entertainment and and and, and music, um, on a much higher level. So, for instance, uh, a buddy of mine who was an investment banker for a long time, he started a, a, a VC firm, and I ended up bringing him three of his biggest deals. Right, just through these are people that, that that I knew that I thought you know their concepts were really really solid, and you know you start putting them together and 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 and, and kind of massaging the um, the relationship, and then boom, you know you know deals are getting done, right? And I'm like, damn, this is crazy, <laughs> you know. <laughs> but it's all, um, but you know, it comes back to I don't want to jump in again too much, but it comes back to kind of what you said at the beginning. You know, you've you've been super intentional about yeah. you know making connections, showing up, you know, with excellence. Um, building yeah, those networks, sure. and, and you know, sure. I, I honestly believe that when you do that, right, in the way that you've done it, and you've quite pretty focused, not so much on focus on what you're trying to create, but focused in the present moment to to see the opportunities as they present themselves. Absolutely. That's when things absolutely. really start to happen. That, that's what I'm hearing yeah. as you say. It. No, no, you're, you're you're absolutely right. You're, you're absolutely right. And and the thing about it is, you know, you can't just kind of go through and go with the motions, right? You got to kind of you know, stand back sometimes and really take stock of your social assets, your social net, your, 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 not your social networking, but your social network, right? And you have to understand, you know, I, I, I truly believe that people enter your life for a reason, right? And, you know, my, my, my circle, you know, of friends, I, I enjoy them as, as individuals and we enjoy ourselves in our company, but I make it a point to surround, you know, myself uh, with people that, I can learn from, right? That inspire me, right? That 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 make me go, you know, wow, you know. <laughs> that, yeah, and, no, and, I'm with you. I'm with you, and I, yeah. I like your environment, right? And you know, there's that saying about the it's top important. five people we spend time with. But I often get myself in rooms, uh, you know, when we used to be able to travel, <laughs> which was easier. Yeah. Uh, but I've got a story about that for you in a second. But um, you know, and and I'd be in rooms where I would feel intimidated because of the people there like but what well, i realized good is thing. that's but it was intentional i deliberately did it yeah i wanted to put myself in a room thing. 
because if I was in a room where I was like the, the, the person who'd done the most and been the most, then how was That's I going to grow? Room to be in. Exactly. 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 Listen, whenever I find myself you know, the most cautious or quote unquote smartest person in the room, I'm out. <laughs> like, I'm Man, out. I love it. Yeah. Love you guys, but I'm out. <laughs> you know. Let me um let me tell you a quick story, and uh, we're, we're going to come back to a couple more of your business pursuits in a second. But so if you go back about oh, just just almost twelve months, I was in Miami, right, nice. and I was watching the Heat play, and yeah. and I remember, right? there's this guy. He's just really good. He plays awesome music. <laughs> I don't know who he is? <laughs> and this, was the last trip. this is the last trip before everything got locked down so this was you know everyone kind of knew about covid but they didn't kind of realize what was going on so so how did you get that i mean obviously we've talked about i can answer probably to some extent all the networks and connections and you just the way you the way you are but how did you become yeah. the first dj Yo. the first yeah. one to be representing a professional sporting team in that way yeah that's wild and not, and not only the first but now look back it's you know, three champ. I should have warmed it. Three championship rings later, um, and uh, and 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 twenty twenty seasons, right? Like it's 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 unreal. But the way that came about, you know, back in nineteen ninety nine, the Heat were moving from the Miami Arena to their brand new uh, home, uh, the American Airlines Arena, right? And the marketing team wanted to kind of snazz up, you know, the uh, entertainment offering, right? And so they, they thought of, hey, you know what? What if we had like an official DJ, you know? Uh, what if we had an official band or something like that? But the DJ thing kind of stuck in the second, let's try it. And the uh, the vote uh, in that room was that, hey, there's this guy that plays this particular club that he's you know, really good and energetic, you know? I think his name is DJ Irie, we should talk to him, right? <laughs> so they go down to, to my club, but the, the way the club was set up, you couldn't really get to me because you had to go behind the bar to get to the booth, right? So, you know, and back then it's not like I was in the, in, in the phone book, you know? <laughs> so you, you had to have a connection to me to really get to me. And this will have it. I end up doing a, a birthday party for this guy. I didn't know who he was. This was on Hibiscus Island, which is like one of the nicer areas on, on the beach, right? I do this party and I see like some, you know, heat, uh, um, some some players and coaching staff and all that, and I was like, oh man, maybe this guy has something with the heat. Didn't really ask. Um, anyway, I did the party. It was a great party, and I, you know, said, hey man, we'll keep in touch. He calls me two weeks later, and he goes, hey man, you're not gonna believe this. I'm like, what's up? He goes, I was uh, at work today. He goes, by the way, I worked for Pat and Chris Riley, right? And I'm like, oh, okay, well that makes sense, right? Yeah, and he's like, I was at work and I was walking, you know, down the hall and overheard your name in one of the conference rooms. I go, what? What do you mean? He goes, yeah, they were saying they, they were saying that they were, they were trying to get in touch with you um, about about an opportunity. So I went in and I told him that, hey, I know you because he did my birthday party, and they asked me to, you know, have you come in for a meeting. I was like, okay, this is crazy. Sure, I go down, meet with them, and there's something called uh when keeping it real goes wrong okay this is before i realized wow you know what i need to be more enterprising i need to you know grow my brand outside of this box remember i'm still living in the box at this time right there's only a few years since i started it's about five years isn't it so because we because 1994 was the last the last time correct correct (laughs) correct correct right and and 94 was like a wash because i did like 
two events in '94. That was the first one was doing was 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 uh like 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 New Year's. So we could really say '95, right? So um, here I am in this meeting, and they're telling me about their season ticket holders. And you know what I said? I'm not your guy. I said I'm not your guy. Like, thank you for the opportunity. Um, sounds cool, but you know, you, you probably would be better off with somebody else. And I left the meeting. Wow. Okay. And thank God almighty, they called me back. I said, you know what? We didn't even really get into the business of this. You know, can we just please have one more meeting, you know? And I ended up going back in. And what really got me was the fact that I asked them, okay, well, run down to me how they do it in New York. And I said, well, they, you know, New York doesn't have an official DJ. Well, what about LA? You know, what about Chicago? What about here? What about there? They go, listen, we've done our research and we're pretty good at that. And no team has ever done this before. So we would really like to try this with you. We think you're the guy to try it with. And and I was like, I'm going to lose your draw no matter what. I'm the guy that was the first one to step into this role, you know? Why did you have... Why did you have that reservation? You know, what was it about that first meeting oh, where you said? Right I thought I was worried that it would diminish my credibility at the time. Like I said, when keeping it real goes wrong, right? This is before I understood that I needed to be more enterprising in terms of my brand need to extend outside of just hip hop per se, right? Um, I was just, you know, in that whole little bubble where it's like, yeah, I'm, I got the new Wu Tang, right? <laughs> you know, <laughs> yeah. I got the new Wu Tang. I'm playing the new Jay Z, and like, you know, and I, I was that guy. I was breaking records. You know, artists were sending me their stuff first, and you know, I was just that guy in that in the bubble, you know. And then I was like, well, you know what? That means my earning potential is is limited to this bubble, you know. And it wasn't until later on, and matter of fact, the, the the heat opportunity was a part of that 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 revelation, that epiphany. And I was like, you know, why limit my earning potential to this bubble when there's a whole world of entertainment, a whole world, you know, of, of music? Who cares about being the authority in this little bubble, right? <laughs> that's that 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 that's as small as small thinking can get, you know. I'd rather have a, a, a decent piece of 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 of, of, of the, the big pie, you know, than to have all of this this little one, you know? No, I um, get it. And you realize that you yeah. realize now they're looking back that the opposite is true. Yeah, you know? absolutely. Because you know your brand is now so not so much defined about that one thing, but but you know, yeah. there's that's probably what's differentiated you and made you stand out because yeah. you've got oh, big time. Exactly. Exactly. I was just I was just really uh, in, in, in hindsight, I looked back and I was like, man, you know, it was definitely the right decision. And, and I would be just beating myself over the head, you know, at sitting here looking at someone else, you know, making it what it what it, what, it, what it could be. And I was like, wow, that opportunity was in the palm of my hands. And when keeping it real goes wrong, you know? <laughs> no, well, yeah, but, you know, there's, there's a couple of really good lessons there again around being true to yourself, um, you know, even yeah. though... It looks great. You know, you were clear that you wanted to be true to who you are and you had that view, but sometimes serendipity plays its hand as well. You know what I mean? Like, for sure, you know, for sure. And then, yeah, and listen, don't get me wrong. If it was, if it was like, you know, if, if I was an individual that, that you know, just 
my whole existence was based just in a particular you know genre of music then that's where i would be you know but that's yeah. not who i was you know i'm i'm, I'm someone that I, I love music period i just happened to you know i've got my foot in the door there you know and and, and had a you know very you know uh deep and heavy presence in that particular genre but you know you get in the car with me and i'm listening to to everything <laughs> you know and it's like that's just like you know i can I can do this, you know, I can do a lot more than this. And uh, I'm glad that uh, I, I did take that path. And how is how is your passion for music evolved, changed, you know, over the years? Because, you know, your time is now spread across multiple things, foundations, businesses. Has, has yeah. passion still there, but it must be different to what it was in the beginning. Yeah, it's still there. It's still there, but but it is different. It's like, you know, I was I was at a point before where, you know, every single new thing that came out i was right up on it you know and don't get me wrong i still you know take take time to do my my my, my digging in the crates you know yeah yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah but you know this but you know I, I'll, I'll be out you know with friends whatever and i'm like what the hell is that i never heard that before and i gotta you know shazam it whatever and say, i gotta make sure i have that you know um so the passion's still there the taste is still there i just think that you know um, it's a little bit more of a challenge balancing, you know, where I, I would usually just be a hundred percent into the music every single day. You know, now it's like, okay, about 50% you know, music and I have to you know, spend another 50% over here, you know, on these different, you know, business ventures, et cetera, et cetera. So it's about just figuring out that balance. Yeah. Fascinating. This has been awesome. I want to just kind of cover before we start to finish up because you've been very generous with your time. What what sure. are you working on now? What's what's the you know what are the focus areas? Yeah. Well, you know, so so um, obviously my life changed drastically um, in the beginning of the pandemic, right? So going back to March, you know, twenty twenty, um, I literally had a calendar that was going out uh, to August, right, and to see all of these uh, events just evaporate, right? And to see literally, you know, millions of dollars just disappear, <laughs> right? Yeah. Was a pretty harrowing experience, <laughs> right? And um, obviously it's about adjusting, you know, adapting and kind of, you know, you know figuring out a path forward. Um, I was having a conversation with a really good buddy of mine um, who I've done a lot of things with in the past, my, my buddy Ben Sterner. You know, we're, we're literally on. He's he he um, uh, founded a sports marketing firm, right? Done done very well. He has, you know, staff of like twenty something, you know, professionals, New York City, right? And the back and forth on the train, you know, I call him the adult costume. You get in his suit, you get in his adult costume, and you know, <laughs> go go do his thing. And he's like, man, you know, this has been really crazy for me as well. But I gotta admit. I kind of like the fact that I'm, I'm not, you know, on the same train, you know, going in every day in these long days. And I pretty much got things figured out with my team that, you know, we're working remotely. We're doing, you know, it's, it's efficient. It's working out for us. And actually, they're kind of more productive, right? And I was like, dude, that's crazy. You know, I'm over here figuring out, you know, how to, um, you know, live stream from my, from my studio and getting that set up with the camera and all that kind of stuff. And, and we're like, man, you know, just going over the different challenges that we're facing, you know, in this transition. And we're like, man, I wish there was like a, a resource that, you know, you can just go to figure out all the stuff that you need. And it's like, yeah, it'd be awesome. But it, oh, it doesn't even exist. We're like, maybe we should do it. <laughs> right? I love that. I mean, 
They're like, for real? <laughs> like, for real? And it's like, all right, well, let's do it then, right? I'm pretty sure I got the time. <laughs> so, <coughs> so that's how, you know, work from home um, was, was, was born. You know, Ben came to me and he was like, you know, like, you know work from home. Like, that's, that's it. You know, let's, you know, let's figure it out. And uh, the first thing we kind of, you know, wanted to focus on was the fact that, you know, especially with him, he had a situation where he had two modes. It was, you know, work, which is, you know, three-piece suit, you know, and home chilling, you know, just in some sweats and a t-shirt and whatever. There was no in-between, you know, and we're like, you know what, this work from home um, phenomenon that's happening right now, we need to define that in-between because no one has to be sitting at home in front of the you know, Zoom camera you know, in a, in a three-piece suit, you know, it's not, it's not, it's not. I'm normally fun. wearing, I'm normally wearing pajamas or something like that. You know, I thought again, I dressed well, well, up, well, but um, I'm looking, at, I'm looking at work from home, and it's, it looks like really good gear. I've got, to, I mean, in terms of just comfy stuff, and you know, it I, is totally, it, is. it totally aligns with where everyone is at right now because I don't, I don't wear suits anyway. But <laughs> well, there awesome. you go. Well, here's the thing about it is, you know what? It's, 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 it's about scaling up your business attire from home. Right, <laughs> I like that because you don't want to just yeah, be in pajamas because yeah. that doesn't really motivate me. I couldn't, I can't just get out of bed and sit here, right? That no, I've got to at least to have a that. shower. And, and, it, and it's a mindset as well, right? You want to you want to get into something that, like, I mean, listen, some folks you can put them in anything or maybe even nothing, and they'll be great at their job, <laughs> right? You know, uh, uh, other folks, you know, they have to get into their work space, right? They have to get into something that kind of triggers that transition from okay i'm not chilling anymore even though i'm in the confines of my home i'm not chilling anymore i'm about business i'm about you know my work getting my work done right so it's really you know and, and by the way what, what, what you see now it's about 30 percent of um our full line um obviously it's been a, a a bit of a challenge you know developing products and sourcing them all that you know in, in the COVID uh environment so you know, we have a bunch more of our of our line coming in um, by March, um, which we're really excited about. But it looks really good. We'll definitely, we'll definitely, so far. Yeah, we'll definitely yeah. make sure we link all that up for everyone who is uh, listening here. Let me just get this right. So it's wfhlife.com. That's right, isn't it? Yes, Harry? that's it. Yeah, that's check it, check it out. Yeah, check it out, yeah. everybody. It's, uh, let's it's, put let's put this way: the world isn't going back, is it? <laughs> It's not, not going to go back to – there'll be events again. But, yeah, there'll, you know, the whole there'll, idea of – There'll be events again. But um, listen, what's, well, yeah, it, we're, we're, we're living in a much, 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 much different, uh, you know, different world now, different times. And, you know, we just have to uh, make the best of it, you know, and, and, and we're here to help you make the best of your home life, you know. So yeah, continue right. to check in with us. We're going to continue to add some amazing products and um, really help you – you know, scale up your work from home life. Mm-hmm. Well, you, you've done you've done a masterclass in business scale up today, even though you probably don't realize it, because there's there's a number <laughs> of things. Well, maybe you do. Maybe maybe I'm maybe uh, I'm uh, you know. But you know, just, a lot of it's, it. It was a very it was a very effortless uh, way of presenting how you've created what you've created. Um, Nathan I, Pierce I has said solid that. message. There you go. You've got a little bit of fan fan mail coming in on the chat here as well. Uh, it's all good, man. Listen, <laughs> hey. Um, um, you're well, let's awesome. let's let's close this up, man. Where um where can people find you other than obviously wfhlife.com? How can people yeah. find you? 
So uh, personally, you know, on 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 social, just at Irie, I R I E, Twitter, Facebook, uh, Instagram, and uh, of course, you know, my personal website is uh, djirie.com. So right, are you on uh, are you on Clubhouse yet? Have you got Have you been invited into that? <laughs> that point. I am on I am I am on Clubhouse. It's it's interesting. I, I bought I, I put my buddy Grant Cardone in, and he's been like blowing that thing up crazy. Oh, he was on there for ten hours the other night, and he had a lady yeah. come in as well. Yeah, uh, I put him on there, man. So I knew. Did you? Yeah, It's pretty crazy. I mean, I found that you know when you host a room, like you know how we've got the topic today is about how do you how do you make a business out of your passion, right? You know, those sort of topics are quite interesting. I was in a room with about a thousand people last night um, yeah. and I was on stage as well, just doing a bit of stuff. And I, I quite like it. I quite like the, the thing, but it's going to be interesting to see how it scales in its own right because it's quite addictive. Nothing about it. But yeah, I don't know where yeah. it's going to go. I think, I think, you know, listen, I think they've done a great job of the rollout, right? Um, I mean, a, a masterclass job in the rollout, but. Um, like true scale in terms of what you see or a Facebook, a Twitter and all, that I think is going to be a big challenge, you know? Yeah. But, uh, hey, well, God bless those guys and I hope they figure that out. Yeah, well, I'll see you on there, no doubt, at some point. But listen. Uh, you got it. Irie, mate, you've been an absolute star in more ways than one. It's been great having you here. I look forward to seeing you when I'm in Miami next. At some point, I'll be at the game probably. I'll wave to you from wherever I am. Um, you got it, but, man, dude. Thank, thank you very much for coming on Scale Up Your Business. Uh, you're welcome, man. Have a good day, brother. And there you have it, another episode of Scale Up Your Business. Thank you very much for listening. And if you haven't yet, please leave a review on Apple Podcasts. It really does help the show become even better. And while you're there, make sure you hit that subscribe button to help you on your scale up journey. Now, perhaps you're thinking of growing and scaling your business. Perhaps now is the time. If that's you, then please check out suyb.global. That's where we have all of our programs, including the Growth Accelerator Partnership, the Maximize Value Partnership, all of our services, and of course, coaching and mentoring. Once again, be grateful, be brave, have faith, and show up. Until next time.